Another day, another bilateral series win for India, as I like to call the bilateral series kings. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Crick Blog Podcast. A smug Australia fan here, Charbel, who is uh, still running his mouth despite losing 4-1 in a T20 series. Uh, but, you know, reminding everyone that we are the World Cup champions still. Uh, we'll talk very briefly on um, that series, the, the end of it. Um, what Australia can do looking forward in, in white ball cricket. And then we'll also look forward to some exciting test cricket ahead uh, in, in the next few weeks for Australia, for India, what's going on in Bangladesh. We'll touch on that as well. Um, and also what's dominating the headlines at the moment with Mitchell Johnson versus David Warner. You know, they might get in the ring one day, those two. <laughs> Plenty going on there. We'll, we'll chat on that um, as well as sort of the makeup of Australia's team with uh, the all-rounder debate with Cameron Green and Mitch Marsh. So without further ado, I'll introduce my uh, co-host Nash, who's got the India jersey back um, after after the series win that it was missing last week. Nash, how's things? Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah pretty good. All right. Um, as you said, bilateral kings, uh, rightly so. <laughs> One another T20 international bilateral series against Australia and beat the world champions. Uh, so, although, <laughs> sure. you know, in a, in a separate format, in a different format, but still, it counts. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a good it's a good victory to have under the belt for these for these youngsters and for this team, especially with, you know. Uh, the the T20 series coming up against South Africa and then you know the uh, T20 series against Afghanistan as well in January. So the last bit of T20 matches remain, remaining before the T20 World Cup. So it's going to be interesting because Aksar Patel hasn't been picked in the South Africa series, and he has proved to be really valuable in this Australia series, winning two back to back man of the match. Mm. You know. Um, awards and putting yep. in the performances um, in 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 this in this uh, series against Australia. So it's going to be really interesting to see how in India makes you know um, sort of chops and change changes the squad to fit him in. I, I think he should be in. Aksar Patel has proven time and again he's he's a valuable asset to the to the makeup of the yep. team and um, he provides that balance at the at the bottom. Um, sorry, at, at, in the lower order with the bat, he can score quickly. He has done it, yep. um, and obviously with the ball as well, he can you know control the control the runs. He Very can economical. take wickets as well, yep. and and he can sort of bowl run through his overs quickly as can Jadeja as well. So yep. it's going to be really uh, fascinating to see how Australia, sorry, how Indian selectors and the team management try and fit him in. Um, one another player who I think is on his way to the T20 World Cup is also Ravi Bishnoi, the leg spinner. Um, Good bowler. Excellent bowler. And and again, took nine wickets in the series and really can, you know, um, give you those wickets in the middle overs when it's required. Um, that can also hamper yep. the flow of runs uh, for the for the batting team. So it's really, he's, he's, he's going to be a really interesting prospect for India, not only, not only in the T20 World Cup, but in the future as well. And that's, that's the yep. thing that w what's happening is the lack of decision-making with the T20 setup, you know, whether yep. Sharma is captaining or not, we don't know. What happens usually is Ashwin doesn't play any bilaterals, but somehow ends up playing the World Cup. So, 
that needs to stop. <laughs> I think the team management and the selectors yeah. need to have more confidence in the players that are that are getting picked right now that are performing like Ravi Bishnoi, Aksar Patel, um, you know, Jitesh Sharma, uh, who can finish an innings at at number He's six. He's a good player. I like him. Player. And yeah. and then also Rinko Singh as well. So these are the future of mm. the T20 setup at the moment. And you know, Indian Indian fans and the team management need to have more confidence in them. Because I sincerely hope Rohit Sharma, as much as I like Rohit Sharma, I don't think he fits into the T20 half. You know, I'm sounding like a broken record because I said this again yep. and again in the previous episodes because he doesn't fit into the T20 team anymore. You don't think he has something to offer anymore given Not what anymore. he showed in the one day World Not Cup? Anymore. And, um... I think, I think, I think, um, I think his T20 time is done, to be honest. Um, and, yep. It's just it it. This is the right time to look forward to the future. So who have, would you uh, have, who would you open with have in the World Jaiswal Cup? and Gil as the openers. Um, yep. you know, yeah, that's fair. if if Virat Kohli gets into the team, if Virat Kohli chooses to play, I'll put it this way: Virat Kohli should open. I've always maintained that stance. You know, I even if you remember, if you go through all the recordings of our podcast, I always say Virat Kohli should open in T twenties. And I still maintain that to this day, if he plays T20 internationals, he has to open. Uh, if that happens, then obviously um, Gil can bat at number three, Jaiswal and Kohli open. Okay. Um, and then it's going to be really interesting because you have, you know, Shreya Sair as well. Uh, you have Surya Kumar Yadav, yep. you have Rinku Singh, Jitesh Sharma. It's, it's a pretty... It's a Surya pretty... Kumar Yadav is a lock. Yep, he's absolutely a lock. Um, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how we fit in players like KL Rahul, who don't necessarily get into the T20 squad anymore. Um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't play him uh, if he doesn't open and doesn't look exactly. like there's a lot of room for openers in exactly. the T20 setup for India. Exactly. Mm. And you have um, Ishan Kishan, you have Rutraj Gaikwad. Um, yeah, yeah have... there's no lack of depth in India. Exactly. Um, but the I'd say this though, um, to your point about lack of depth, I would say this, that there's not many batters, sorry, that there's not many batters who can bowl and there's not many bowlers who can bat. And that's the well, key. That was, that was the teams. issue in the one-day World Cup, wasn't it, as well? Exactly. And that's what, that, that was the difference. That, that will be the difference between you know teams like Australia and India, who in Australia have like Travis Head, Kulen Maxwell, who can, you know, Marcus Stoinis, Mitchell Marsh, Definitely. Cameron Green, who yeah. can bowl and bat. And, you know, they can do both significantly, you know, uh, well. So it's not like, um, you know, Marcus Stoinis always goes at like 15 runs an hour or something like that. So it's it's going to be interesting because if Hardik Pandya doesn't end up playing, um, it's, I don't to be honest, as a fan, it doesn't give me a lot of confidence in going into the World Cup, and I mm. don't. I'm I'm not going to sit here and be a blind fan and say, "Oh, India's winning," you know, the T20 World Cup because I don't think that's going to. I I would love to see as a fan. Obviously, you want your team to win, yeah. But realistically, yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. Something in you need to sort out. Uh, having more guys who can, uh, you know, perform in all three facets, particularly with bat and ball, that's definitely something they've got to sort out because when you have the tail starting at number eight that it mm. causes like in that world cup final that we saw uh, just the uh, the guys after a few weeks playing a little bit more more circumspect than they maybe would have uh, if they had a little bit more depth down the order yeah. 
a couple of things from this series quickly before we move on. Uh, uh, you know, for Australia, um, I know this is not panic stations. It's a it's a T Twenty series after a very long year, just after a World Cup as well. But it's something we probably need to consider in terms of the team management is looking at our depth going forward. What does that look like? Who are the players? Uh, because, um, you know, the likes of Maxwell and Warner and these guys, they're not going to be around forever. They're in their mid-30s and they're towards the back end of their careers. So I'm looking at the likes of, you know, Matt Short. He's got to improve against spin. Uh, ben McDermott, I thought, looked quite impressive. Yep. He's a player that I can see in white ball cricket going forward. Of course, Travis Head. Um but also, you like you know the young guys coming through in in in, in uh, state cricket. They've got to put their hands up. Oh, I look at Jake Fraser McGurk. Fingers crossed, he's in Australian colours soon. He's a very talented player. Josh Philippi needs to step up at international level too. So there's some there's some talent there. But you know, how do we make sure we get these guys performing at international level? Um, and that's the same for Test cricket too, because Smith is there. Warner is finishing up. Who's the next guys? Who are the next guys coming in? Um, you know, not a lot banging the door down in shield cricket. So those are the things Australia got to focus on moving forward. Um, for India, the big question is, can they transfer that sort of form we've seen bilaterals into big games in World Cups? That's always going to be a question now. And how India deal with that mental pressure and those questions in next year's World Cup? Because I think India will be there at the business end of the tournament. Um, how they deal with those questions um, will be key. I just want to give a massive congratulations to Uganda for making uh, yes. the T20 World yeah. Cup. That's so good. So, uh, you know, speaking of that tournament, they're in there. They got in over Zimbabwe, which was quite a remarkable effort. So, brilliant stuff from them. Absolutely. And massive summer of cricket coming up uh, with the Big Bash yeah. um, starting up soon. Mm. Uh, you know, Mitchell Stark is back for Sydney Sixers. Um, you know, then you got the ILT20 in Dubai, you got the um, IPL, you know, perfect. SA20. SAT20, perfect prep for, you know, teams and players going into the, into the world. Yeah, there's a lot of T20s coming up. Yep. And, and, you know, it's going to be an overdose of T20 cricket, but I think um, with the T20 World Cup coming up, it has to be. And it's going to be really interesting to see how teams shape up um and how players shape up because obviously you want you know i saw that Joffre archer is back to bowling now um so hopefully you know his his elbow is all good he's not playing in the ipl we know england no, haven't not. allowed that to happen this this time so you know yeah. players like mitchell stark are back into the ipl mix so it's 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 going to be interesting and we have the auction coming up um in a couple of weeks time as well so it's going to be it's going to be fun. It's going to be an interesting summer mm. and uh, a yep. lot of test matches are coming up as well, starting with Australia and Pakistan. Can't wait for that. Um, Bangladesh and New Zealand second test tomorrow exactly. as well. That'll be interesting. Great win by the Tigers in the first test clinical. That was great. Yeah. Um, but in terms of Australia, I mean, the build-up has been dominated, as mentioned, by by this Mitch Johnson, David Warner thing I wanted to touch on quickly. Um, I sort of read all the quotes over the weekend and um, absolutely nothing wrong with Mitch Johnson voicing his opinion on uh, David Warner's form in test cricket over the years. I think the majority of fans hold similar views uh, in Australia, I would say, because you know, Warner's numbers over the last two, three years have been ordinary. He's only averaging in the low 20s and that's yep. significantly bumped up by a double hundred last season against South Africa. So... 
it hasn't been great and uh, absolutely nothing wrong with calling it out. What I did have an issue was and why I thought it was over the top and quite unnecessary as well was the, the personal stuff. Um, bringing up all the sandpaper stuff again, calling Warner the center of the ball tampering scandal. Then I tweeted yesterday or the day before that I think eventually we're going to find out that it wasn't just between three guys. I, yeah. You've been in cricket dressing rooms before, as have I. You hear everything. Everything is discussed as yep. a team. Yeah, um, and I, I think I, but, I I think it was your tweet, and I hundred percent believe that will happen. That um, after he retires, Warner will write yeah massive book tell all. Yeah, I think he will. I don't know when and 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 how it'll happen and all that, but um, because I know he'll have Fox Cricket commitments, I think, and yeah, I think he's got good relationships with a lot of the players. I assume so. I don't but know I how it will happen. But with, I think it will. When it when it comes to you know these things with like what Mitch, Mitch Johnson has said and um, written in the, in the West West Australian paper. And it's, it's so it, it, I was, I was just thinking that it's not only Indian cricketers who try to stay relevant and are salty after they retire. And, you know, I, I, you're hundred percent right. There's nothing uh, wrong Muhammad with, Kaif. yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with Johnson voicing his opinion, but I think the nothing timing wrong, is always odd. Um, even you know, the it's timing, okay. I mean, look, of the summer I mean, look, and... the timing was fine. The timing was fine because the squad had just been named, right? And David Warner was in it, and the test series is coming up, so it was just, um, yeah. But I look, think, uh, I think we knew Warner was going to retire when he said at the start of the year that I'm going to I retire. I think that's what Johnson has a problem with as well. He goes, Why is this guy picking and choosing when he's going to retire when he was at the center of the ball tampering scandal and has averaged 20 in the last three years? So Look, it's fine to voice your opinion. That's okay. Um, you know, I'm just maybe that, more, maybe, I'm just maybe more that, should have been dropped. I'm just surprised that Candice hasn't come out and said anything yet. So um. the manager has. <laughs> the manager has. Um, look, for me, I'm sick and tired of the ball tampering thing. For goodness' sake, the guys served their their penalty. It's a significant penalty. It's a much harsher penalty than any other country has dished out. It's a much harsher penalty than the ICC dished out for ball tampering. One year. They've done their dues. Come on, let's move on. Now, what I didn't like as well was the George Bailey thing. It was like, oh, I hope he's okay. Is that a shot at his mental health? It just adds fuel to the fire. Let's all let's all be at peace with each other. Yeah. Um, but I can understand the 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 viewpoint that yeah, look, Warner hasn't been great in Test cricket, but I think Warner's accomplishments over the last couple of years in white ball can't be underestimated. What he's contributed for us, he's he's helped us deliver. He's, you know, he's helped deliver two major titles for Australia uh, in the last two years. He was man of the tournament in the T20 World Cup and then made it, played a key role in this one as well recently. So he's done well for Australia, particularly at home as well yeah. in tests. Yep. Uh, if and he I, wants to go out and the selectors enable him to do it, I think he'll finish off well against Pakistan. Let him. And yeah. I think with the with the bowling lineup that Pakistan is taking to Australia, I think his numbers will only go up, uh, to be honest. So. <laughs> I think he'll have a good series. I think he'll have a good series. I think, I think a lot of Australian batters will have a good series and bowlers, to be honest. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 going to be an interesting summer because you have a, a Pakistan team, an inexperienced Pakistan team coming to it coming is. here with 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 hopes, and then they'll run into Steve Smith, uh, David Warner. I mean, on a on a Sydney flat track. 
and um, if it's not raining that is exactly but, and um, we haven't even talked about Usman Kawaja who's in the form of his life so he's he's playing well too 100 uh, and shield recently as well and uh playing beautifully oh he can bat for days and i look forward to watching that hopefully um never get sick of that which which actually brings us to our next conversation next point um in this episode is the sport for the all-rounder yeah um, Cameron Green and Mitchell Marsh What's think what's your where do you see? I think I think they'll they'll give Marsh the nod, given how he performed in the Ashes and and Green's lack of runs in his last five or six tests. He's been um, Green's done Cameron well in Green, the Shield though. I'll I'll say this. Played well in that game, ninety yeah. six uh, and bowled very economically. Is a gun player. Like for me, when when I see I've I've seen fans uh, come out and say, "Look, Green's not good enough," and you know, Marsh has got to be in. And uh, Don't write the guy off at 24. I think, you know, even he has not reached anywhere near his peak in test cricket. Mm. And yet he's averaging more with the bat than he is with the ball. And not only that, uh, I think he's still learning the right tempo to bat at a test cricket. I think he's a bit confused at how to approach it. And that'll come with time. Um, I don't think you write off a, a player like this. He's got yeah. that much talent and ability. And he's a, he's a gun fielder as well in the gully region. And maybe you don't start with him immediately. Um, Maybe Marsh and then and Green comes in throughout the summer uh, at some point. But, um, yeah, I'd like to see Green uh, feature throughout the uh, summer, yeah, as I said, at some point, just so we can give him, you know, look to that future as well and give him that, that game time because there's no way he'd be writing this player off. He's 24 um, and he's, he's quality in all three facets. He's got that, he's got that game, but he's just got to fine-tune a few things, mm. which he can definitely do, man. Um, yeah, I don't know if you had yeah, any think- thoughts on... I think I think Marsh Australia will start as well. Um, I'll yeah. with you there. I think Marsh I think will start so. as well, given given how both the players have gone in the last few tests. Um, although I wouldn't put it mm. past George Bailey, you know, to completely dis, you know, disregard Cameron Green. Um, well, there is a CA eleven. Um, sorry, exactly. Prime Minister's eleven match tomorrow starting. Yep. So exactly. Cameron Green is part of that. So, so it it all it also depends on how Cam Green goes in that game as well, and and he has done yeah. well in the Shield. So I would say it's you know eighty eighty five percent Marsh will start, and then the remaining fifteen twenty percent I think it yep. goes to Cam Green. Um, mm. aside from that, I think the Australian team starting eleven is pretty much locked in, and yep. the 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 four. Bowlers, you know, obviously this uh, Stark, Cummins, and Hazelwood, and and Lyon will will start, and yeah. then whoever plays between Marsh and Marsh and Cam Green will be the bowling attack, and then the usual batting, you know, Manus and Smith and Kawaja and uh, Carey yeah. and you know Warner. So I think it's a very well settled team, and Pakistan will have to do some really hard yards this summer. I mean, Pakistan haven't won a test here since nineteen ninety five. Mm. Uh, I think it's 14 tests in a row that Australia have won at home against Pakistan. And there have been some uh, more experienced, more accomplished Pakistan sides that have toured here in that time. So it's a major test for Pakistan. Another thing for Australia I'd like to see, talking about, you know, looking to the future a little bit when you can, is uh, getting Lance Morris in at uh, some points throughout the summer. Well, after after 2-0, he might come in. Possibly. uh, Possibly. That'd be an ideal scenario. uh, you know, I don't know. Jai Richardson's probably too early in terms of looking to West Indies after that as well, because there is BBL starting, so that's a more short form bowling. 
But um, yeah, I think you know, giving some other guys some time in the middle too, and giving those fr- uh, three frontline quicks a rest when possible as well. So, but that's looking a bit further ahead. We've got to you know do well in Perth in the first mm. test. I'm confident. Hopefully, Australia will. Uh, even though a couple of the guys are playing some T20 cricket this week, <laughs> you know, uh, Manus and Usman are playing for the Heat in a couple of days' time, so <laughs> that'll be interesting. But we'll see how it goes. I'm confident Australia should do the job. Fingers crossed, man. So that's our test roundup ahead of the Australian test summer that's starting. Um, India in South Africa soon. We'll sure we'll be sure to talk about that. We'll be sure to talk about uh, Bangladesh and New Zealand next week. It'll be fascinating to see what happens in that second test where the New Zealand can bounce back. I thought, just quietly, when you talk about captaincy, uh, Najmul Hussain Shanto for Bangladesh mm. did a great yep. job on captaincy debut in Test cricket. Spot on, proactive. I loved it. And um, yeah, if they can win 2-0, that would be a, a great achievement for them uh, in Test cricket uh, against a good side like New Zealand. So it'll be fascinating to see what happens there starting uh, Wednesday, which is tomorrow. Absolutely. Nash, thanks, man, for your time uh, today. Looking forward to all the test cricket ahead, uh, all the T20 stuff as well. Um, yeah, and, we also, uh, we also have the India-South Africa T20 series starting soon, next week, on the 10th. That's starting soon, and, and fingers crossed the West Indies continue to beat England. That would be yep. great as well. So yep. Fingers crossed that all continues. Thanks, man. Uh, take it easy. Thank thanks you. to all the See listeners. Ya.